I'm very pleased to introduce our keynote, Mr. Brian M. Thornley, AVP, Supply Excellence at Merck Sharp and Dome. Mr. Thornley leads the global supply strategy from plant to patient. He oversees Merck's digital supply chain strategy, including blockchain-enabled pharma, organization development, and enterprise segmentation to optimize service, cost, earnings, and return on capital employed. Previously, Brian was AVP Supply Chain Operations EMEA and AP, including planning and strategy for Merck MSD, developing the strategic approach to deliver internal efficiencies and external transformation of the supply chain from factories to end consumer. Before joining MSD, he was the COO of Agate Limited, implementing integrated data and information networks directly with pharmacies across Europe and the first commercial pharmaceutical authentication system across the European pharmacy network, building extensive relationships with pharmacy associations and government bodies to deliver robust, reliable systems for information capture and analysis. Brian provided consultancy support to the PGEU, the representative body of pharmacies in Europe. Brian was educated at Bishop Vesey Grammar School, Sutton Caldfield, UK, and furthered his studies in East London University, majoring in manufacturing and business. His postgraduate study was completed at Birmingham University, UK. Please join me in welcoming Mr. Brian Thornley to ConV2X. Hello, everybody, and uh, thank you for giving me the opportunity to speak at the uh, at the event today. And I hope you're really enjoying the content and the discussions uh, that have been happening. My name is Brian Thornley. I work for Merck Inc. MSD, as it is known outside the US and Canada. Uh, and I'm responsible for our dig digital supply chain strategy, uh, connecting our internal nodes of the supply chain and our external nodes all the way to the customer. We're looking at ways that we can um, make our systems more collaborative, uh, more integrated, and how we can get better visibility and better direct collaboration with our external partners uh, as well, um, including uh, customs authorities, regulatory authorities, wholesalers, distributors, clinics, pharmacies, and even the patient themselves. Let me tell you a little bit about Merck. Um, we aspire to be the premier research intensive biopharmaceutical company in the world. Uh, for many years, we have been developing and inventing for life, bringing forward medicines and vaccines um, to, to support many of the world's most challenging diseases. Uh, we have a budget of nearly $10 billion in research and development, 71,000 employees around the world. And our revenues in 2019 were, were nearly 48, uh, $47 million, billion, sorry. Um, so we are an, we're an extensive company with, with um, tremendous resources available to us. But the customer is always really at the center of everything that we do. Our vision is to really make a difference to the lives of people globally through our innovation uh, of medicines, vaccines and animal health products. Um, and we're committed to being the best research intensive biopharmaceutical company 
that we can be dedicated to providing leading innovation and solutions for, for today and for the future. Uh, and so we, we seek to discover, to develop and provide innovative products and services that save and improve lives around the world. And that's why uh, we have seen blockchain as a huge opportunity to improve the way we distribute and manage the supply of medicines to our patients around the world. Um, and so when we think about blockchain, we really think about blockchain as a game changer for the pharmaceutical industry, uh, but also for all of the players that are uh, helping to support the delivery of medicines to patients. We see it as an era uh, of digital highways, the connectivity between systems and people, the automation, of decision-making where it makes sense, uh, keeping the patient and the customer central to everything that we do and creating a new opportunity to collaborate. Uh, even when we are competing uh, at one level, still there is an opportunity for us to collaborate across the industry to support patients and the distribution of products uh, at another level. And so our true north, the future of healthcare, is to drive uh, the right equilibrium um, between the different forces of uh, competitiveness and collaboration through the blockchain capabilities that uh, we can develop. We have, of course, our industry priorities to get closer to customers and partners. Uh, to get closer to governments, to regulatory authorities, um, and to drive better connectivity um, between Merck and other companies to get the right balance between competition and collaboration. Of course, we always have to be consistent with antitrust and competition laws. But nevertheless, there is a lot that we can do as an industry that will raise the bar, that will help improve visibility, help improve service, help improve outcomes to patients um, by having better interaction and better collaboration in some key spaces. And we see blockchain allowing us to enable a lot of these capabilities. You know, when we think as one company, uh, we manage our data, our information, our knowledge, our wisdom, all of these things within our company. And then if we want to connect with external companies, we have to think about how do we control, protect our information? And then how do we build the networks and the connections with each of those external companies individually, one by one? And this becomes a very uh, resource-intensive and expensive exercise to manage. And to think about managing global networks with multiple, uh, uh, many diverse uh, organizations and companies and partners really is not something that you can think of easily or practically uh, or cost-efficiently um, in a traditional network. But when we think about blockchain, we're able to start thinking about the sharing of data, the connectivity of systems, the protection uh, and security of um, both uh, the partners and their information um, through the blockchain um, in a way that is cost efficient, 
is reliable, is trustworthy, and allows the right information to be available to the right partner. So this is really a breakthrough technology for us. And we are very excited about the opportunities we think it can bring to transform the way we operate as an industry. There are a number of catalysts for us to find new ways of working. And um, we have had to think about how we can facilitate industry collaboration in order to make progress. Blockchain is a team sport. And therefore, the first thing we have to do is create a team. Within the industry, we have brought together 14 global pharmaceutical companies, some of the biggest pharmaceutical companies in the world, uh, to, to collaborate together, to see where we might work together to drive transformation of, of our supply chains and the way we collaborate with external partners. Um, all industry members are welcome to join. Uh, there's no cost involved in actually joining the consensus board. Uh, but of course, we do have a legal framework uh, and a memorandum of understanding between all of the partners. But what's important is that we have a critical mass of companies that share the same vision to drive new ways of working to make the delivery of medicines and the effectiveness of medicines uh, even more uh, effective for, for our patients. In addition to the Blockchain Consensus Board, which is a global uh, uh, collaboration, we're also, we've also been developing a public-private partnership um, through the Innovative Medicines Initiative Programme in Europe that uh, supports uh, both the European Commission or has representation from the European Commission and FB of the Pharmaceutical Industry Association. And um, 12 pharmaceutical companies, 17 public-private companies have come together to develop a consortia with 22 million euros uh, of funding, uh, both public and private, in order to evolve ways of working around blockchain and solutions that, that are really good for all the partners. Just to give you a view, imagine if we can create a global trust network to share and transact and to store secure information as medicines move from factories to distributors to clinics and to the patient. We see many opportunities to build solutions on the blockchain network. There's an opportunity to drive trust and transparency to increase the speed and automation of transactions and decision making, to improve patient access to information, um, to reach more clinicians and patients through a simple, uh, cost-effective and reliable delivery mechanism, which allows us to even think about delivering electronic leaflets and other enhanced services to the patient. And finally, a single ecosystem for interactions across the industry and with our partners. So everybody can benefit from the same consistent uh, network. And this will allow us to grow blockchain solutions and adopt and, and develop new solutions 
through various different public and private applications. Um, but all of them operating with consistency, with regulatory compliance, and with the support of all of the major partners. The vision that we have to create a, a pharmaceutical utility network is really a three-layer vision. First of all, we need to connect to foundational systems and data sources, whether that's other blockchain nodes, proprietary systems within our companies, uh, legacy systems, other data repositories, and uh, ERP systems. But we want to be able to connect to those consistently and then uh, manage through a blockchain utility network a global uh, distribution of information and sharing of information. Uh, then we can allow uh, third parties to develop their own applications or perhaps we will also develop applications of our own that will be to the benefit of the whole pharmaceutical environment. So our vision is to create a network, but not only create the network, create the, the environment by which collaboration can take place and uh, new blockchain capabilities can be built uh, and supported by the industry as a whole without having to create a new consortia every time a new idea is developed. Of course, success, success factors include the adoption, uh, how we adopt and uh, how do we drive the, uh, the capabilities, the governance models, the standards to allow the information to be shared and who should have access to what information, and of course, the funding itself. Um, and these are all issues that we are trying to address as we develop um, this utility network for the future. Let me give you a couple of examples of uh, user stories, user cases that, that we are uh, really developing, uh, designing and, and experimenting with right now. So first of all, the opportunity to drive visibility and order, uh, automatic order management, where we are um, working on vaccines distribution, often with ministers of health or, or uh, other public bodies around the world, uh, we can potentially build uh, automatic replenishment capabilities where if we are seeing the consumption of product, we can automatically replenish through a Kanban, through a minibar type service. You know, if we sell or if a customer sells uh, X number of units, we replenish X number of units. Uh, and having this visibility allows us to smooth the supply chain. It allows us to take out inventory, which is very important when we're talking about short shelf life products and products that need to be temperature controlled. Um, and it allows us to ensure that there is good distribution of product to the right places. And so we can build on that uh, auto replenishment, uh, also automatic invoicing, uh, automatic payment, and automatic reimbursement perhaps as well as we go forward. Um, the idea is that we create the environment to allow these ecosystems to develop over time. 
Another example is building on the digital twin, where we have unique serial codes now as a requirement in many markets around the world. Um, the opportunity now to connect that unique uh, digital code for each pack and use it to ensure that uh, we have traceability, we can um, guarantee the the, um, uh, the provenance of the product, and we can provide information uh, to the authorities for testing on importation, for customs clearance, uh, and to validate to the distributors, the clinics, and the patient themselves that the product is genuine. Right now, we are experimenting with um, clinics, patients, um, and software providers in uh, areas in Asia to be able to validate the product in front of the patient and demonstrate that it is authentic, that it's not counterfeit, that it's been controlled to the right temperature, and that the product is within shelf life and not at risk uh, of causing any physical health, health issues uh, to the patient. And we can build more on that. We can build the delivery of electronic leaflets to the patient or information on how to find more details about the product or more details about disease. And there are many other capabilities that we could build again, expanding the ecosystem over time uh, based on this security and traceability capability. And finally, um, we're also experimenting with electronic leaflet delivery. Um, right now, we have <clears throat> real challenges with uh, multiple pages of leaflets often going with products, and the leaflets themselves can change over time depending on regulatory advances and uh, information that's available about the, the, the product. <clears throat> this can be very expensive to manage. And it's the cause of many recalls around the world when we have errors in the printed leaflets. It's also difficult to encourage patients to read the necessary information on the leaflet. And so anything we can do to make it easier for the patient to have access to the right information in a format that they can read easily and digest is going to be better for <clears throat> compliance, the way they take their medicines, and hopefully drive better outcomes as a result of taking those medicines correctly. And so we are we are discussing right now with health authorities around the world. Uh, we've got uh, more than 100 manufacturers and healthcare providers and patients uh, experimenting with us to deliver electronic leaflet solutions through the blockchain capability. So this open utility network, it's not just for the pharmaceutical manufacturers. It really is for everybody in the ecosystem. Um, there will, of course, be advisors. There will be providers of technologies, uh, integrators, open source contributors, service providers, and even logistics partners that will write to or read from or contribute in some way to the utility network. There will be participants, um, of course, members of the industry, hospitals, clinics, wholesalers, pharmacists, even the patients themselves. There will be early adopters and late followers. And of course, there will be founders 
the main companies being those who are currently part of the Farm Ledger framework. And so just to end, blockchain really is a team sport. The first thing you need to do is create a collaborative environment where everybody can share their, their opportunities, their needs, and together find the sweet spot for collaboration whilst not stepping into areas of competition. And by doing that, we can raise the bar for the industry. We can improve the quality of the product that is reaching the patient. And we can help the patient to achieve better health outcomes uh, as a result of the quality and the, of the product and the information that is available to them. So we're very excited about the capabilities that blockchain brings. And we're very excited about the collaboration that is occurring across the industry to help drive us forward. So I hope that's been informative for you. Uh, I'm sorry we're not able to take questions today in this format, uh, but you can reach out to us uh, through the organizers of the event. So thank you very much and hope you enjoy the rest of the conference.